Welcome, Simon. Good to have you here, mate. Hey, Ben. Good to be with you, mate. Yeah, I love it. Looks like you're just getting just barreled with that nice pick behind you. I know. It's good. It's what we buy, mate. It's what we uh, we purchase up here on the sunny coast. It's what it's all about. Yeah, the lifestyle, the surf, everything. Mate, I want to kind of peel back, zoom out and just get a bit of an understanding also for my own benefit around when you first launched into real estate. So back at the start? Back at the very, very start, like the first entry point. Yeah, the first entry point was the late 90s. I was actually working in Western Victoria as a livestock agent and auctioneer and started auctioning some properties, some rural properties, and we started selling a lot of those investment hobby farms to Melbourne people, uh, Melbourne professionals, doctors, solicitors, and a few real estate agents started coming out to, to Hamilton to buy some hobby farms, and I was approached by a real estate agent and offered me a, a chance to go to Melbourne to auction residential property in Melbourne, which I actually turned down. And then my journey with that agency in Hamilton came to an end and they didn't really have other opportunities for me. And I thought, you know, am I going to be a, a livestock agent kicking around in sale yards for the rest of my life? And I thought, you know, if I'm not going to do something different now, I'll probably never do it. So I ended up in Melbourne and started with a firm in Camberwell in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Worked for a very successful real estate agent, a guy by the name of James Tosterman, who a lot of listeners will probably would have heard of. He's probably one of the best agents in the country. And funnily enough, I started as a buyer specialist in his team. So started working exclusively like way back. This was by the time I finished my role at Hamilton, I started in Melbourne. I think 2000 was the first year in real estate proper. So yeah, started with his team and he was obviously a dynamic sales agent. And I learned a lot from him in terms of how he prospected, how he spoke to vendors, how he spoke to buyers, the different dialogue he used, you know, getting sellers ready for auction, marketing campaigns, negotiating, as well as getting to know a super busy and successful part of the Melbourne market, which was the eastern suburbs. So I was kind of thrown in the deep end. But you know, I think the thing that's helped me now, it's funny, I've come full circle because I've had lots of other different roles in real estate in those 22 years. But I started as a buyer specialist with James's team. So all I dealt with was were buyers and matching buyers to property. So interesting. I mean, yeah, he's a phenomenal, obviously, agent. And for the listeners who don't know, I mean, I think he's in the always in the top three in Australia. Correct. He's just a yeah, machine. He just, just, he's amazing. His hunger and his enthusiasm and his energy for, for being successful is as positive now and as he's as active now as he ever has been. So he's just a very consistent performer. So interesting. And, and, and fast forward now, I mean, interesting that you were a buyer specialist back then, you know, 22 years ago. And here you are now running a, you know, one of, I guess, Sunshine Coast leading property buyers agency businesses. Yeah, it's, as I said, there's been a lot of water under the bridge in the 22 years, Ben. But yeah, it, it is interesting that I've come full circle and only started as a buyer's agent not that long ago and, and started the business, of, you know, just a bit over two years ago. But yeah, it's, it's crazy how it's come about. So in between the role with James as a buyer specialist and starting the buyer's agency business 24 months ago, which we'll talk about, w- were you then just carrying out different roles within the real estate arena during that time or did you move into different industries and do different things or no i worked out quickly then um you know i loved i loved the pace of the melbourne market really enjoyed the different architecture and i really got to know the eastern suburbs where i was working in melbourne particularly well you know hawthorne campbell lq surrey hills glen iris monte albert you know beautiful 
you know, just east of the river, beautiful part of Melbourne. So I moved from the buyer specialist role uh, into a sales role, then an auctioneering role in Melbourne, and eventually started working with James's brother, Hamish, and we worked as a team. And then when we got that business to a point, we obviously went our own ways and started employing PAs. And so I, yeah, worked in the market down there for about five years, four and a half, five years, and then moved from Melbourne to the Byron Bay area. Which was, you know, it was an interesting decision at the time. A lot of my workmates at the time were surprised because I was getting really good traction uh, in certain parts of Melbourne, particularly Camberwell and Hawthorne. Hawthorne East was a market that I used to prospect in consistently and got a lot of consistent results. But then for various reasons, my wife and I at the time moved, decided to move to the northern beaches, on the northern beaches, yeah, the northern rivers area of New South Wales. And we pretty much resigned, sold our cars, bought a four-wheel drive and sort of hit the road and we were sort of travelling. We travelled for six months. And I, and on the way, I was actually looking for a little real estate business somewhere on the coast that was hidden and unknown and an area that was going to boom. That didn't eventuate, but we ended up settling in a little area called Tuckenville, which is sort of between Alstonville and Lennox Head. And we bought an acreage property there. And then I fell into a role in Bangalore. So the listeners that don't know where Bangalore is, Bangalore is a little village inland from Byron Bay. And did a little bit of work, did a bit of landscaping and a bit of, you know, started a little, actually a lawn mowing business and did that for probably 12 months and realised the heat <laughs> was was going to get to me over consistent summers. And I knew I was going to go back to selling and getting back into property. Because I had a really good taste for it in Melbourne. So it wasn't long after getting up there. So I think it was six or 12 months after mowing lawns. I sold that business quite well out of that and then fell into a sales role with an agency that was quite dominant in Bangalore. So we used to sell primarily Byron Bay hinterland through Bangalore, Kurabel, Federal, Clunes, Cooper Chute, Myokum, across to sort of Mullumbimby, a little bit of Brunswick Heads. So yeah, I ended up operating that business for a while for the principal. He actually went overseas on a bit of a, a surfing odyssey, kind of tossed me the keys and said, mate, you're a chart, you're the most experienced agent here. And I'd introduced the auction culture into that business as well. So we started auctioning a lot of property. So yeah, that was my experience in, in Bangalore and really loved that experience as well. That's unreal. And so what inspired you to then get into, whenever you did get into auctioneering, what was that trigger point? So the auctioneering came in Melbourne because obviously, as I'm sure a lot of the listeners realise, it's a very auction-driven market in Melbourne. So if you didn't know how to auction, you'd probably struggle. So auction marketing, methodology, you know, vendor meetings, you know, reserve setting, and then calling auctions. I mean, I've been an auctioneer since, you know, my, my late teens, early 20s, but I was a livestock auctioneer, so I had to learn to slow down my patter because I was far too quick. Because when you, when you, I'm not sure whether the listeners realize when you're a livestock auctioneer and you're auctioning pens of cattle or sheep, they actually put a time limit on you. And if you don't get your, your, your lots done in a certain time frame, you get fined. So I'm just used to that quick patter. So as a, uh, as a property auctioneer, I had to learn to slow down. So I just developed that skill in Melbourne, particularly through, I got a lot of help with some amazing auctioneers in Melbourne that, that did a lot of training, a lot of training through the RAID at the time. So that auction culture that I developed in Melbourne then transferred that up to Bangalore and then started auctioning property up there. And then it became quite a accepted method of sale. And remembering when, when I went up to 
the Byron area, the market wasn't that great. This was sort of 2005 to through about 2008. Yeah, the market wasn't that strong. I mean, our days on market were for some acreage properties over, over 12 months. It sounds crazy saying that now, given how strong the market's been in the last two to three years, but we really struggled to sell properties. So then we started auctioning and getting vendors' expectations in mind with the market and yeah, things started to change. We we finally started to sell more property. But yeah, I really everything I learned in Melbourne, I transferred to that uh, role that I had in Bangalore, and you know, I think it paid dividends. Quite a journey. So I guess where you are today, I mean, now you're living in the Queensland arena. So when did you get there? So moved to moved. We came up here for a holiday at the end of 2008. So this is like GFC time. And then we, yeah, officially moved to Easter 2009. So we've been up here since 2009. But again, when I came here, I actually transferred my auctioneering skills. So part of my role when I was managing this office in Bangalore, I stepped away from that role when the principal came back. And then I just developed my own identity as an auctioneer, as a freelance auctioneer. I did a lot of auction training, a lot of agent coaching around the auction method. And then I transferred that business to the Sunshine Coast. So we moved up here, moved to Budrum, and then I just started prospecting agents in terms of auction training, running auctions, running auction schools, you know, coaching agents. I was coaching agents throughout Australia. I was coaching agents in Melbourne and Sydney and Perth. That was a coaching business I developed. Very similar to, well, we, we didn't, I think, I think, no, I don't think we had Zoom then, but a lot of obviously over the phone coaching. And I was pretty much a freelance auctioneer for about three years up here. And then I went back to selling with a couple of agencies up here until I moved into the buying, the buying space. And I guess at what point, you know, did you decide that you wanted to be a buyer's agent? Like, did you, did you know someone that was a buyer's agent? Like, I guess, where did that awareness start for you? Yeah, it's a really good question, mate. I planned a trip to Italy and my son was about to start high school and I decided that I'd been a, a six day a week agent for many, many years. And from the time my kids, I, I'd since separated from my wife and was sort of scratching my head working out. So, you know, is there anything else out there that I can challenge myself and develop and do? And it just, it kind of fell in my lap. It was, it was like a, an alignment of the, the moon and stars, if, if you like, because a mate of mine that was living in New Zealand called me and he said, look, I've just come into some money through the family. I've always wanted to own a home in Noosa or Noosaville like a beach home, like a beach house, like you're the only agent that I know on the coast, but can you just put me in contact with a really good buyer's agent that I can use because I'm just going to use a buyer's agent. And my whole time of being a sales agent here and an auctioneer, I'd met two buyer's agents. One buyer's agent was from Melbourne and one was from Sydney. And my only experience with them was that they flew up, inspected the property, we did the negotiation, you know, they flew back and the deal was done and it was quite a pleasant experience. But for my mate, I just said to him, look, I actually don't know of any, you know, there's not that many buyers agents that I'm aware of that I could refer you to on the coast. I really don't know of any. I said, look, I'm planning a trip overseas and I've got a little bit of time. I've got some contacts in Noosa through my time as an auctioneer. Tell me what you're looking for. I'll do my best. If I can't find anything for you in the time I have, then I'll just put you in contact with some agents and, and see what you can do. Because the only only buyers agents I've had any real contact with were in the state. So long story cut short, I actually found him a property quite quickly, which surprised me and surprised him. And the next question he had for me was, so what? what's the fee? 
like, like, what's your, what's your thing? And like, we were old boarding school friends. So it was like, you know, just a handshake. I'll find your property and then we'll just see what happens. So I actually rang a few buyers agents randomly in Brisbane and Sydney. I was quite surprised. I said, wow, that's a pretty good fee. But realizing it's not always going to be as easy as that, right? But we just made an arrangement. So the fee I told him, I said, look, this is the normal fee, but look, you're a mate. I want you to be happy. So we just kind of organized the mates rates deal. And then funnily enough, mate, it was something that I saw from the BAI. It was, I think it was a Facebook ad. And because I just bought for this mate of mine and I wasn't exactly sure what I was going to do when I got back from overseas, which I was kind of excited about. I was kind of excited the fact that I was going overseas with no real plan about what I was going to do professionally when I came home. It sounds a bit scary, but I was quite excited about it. Jump off the cliff and see what happens. And then I saw your BAI ad on Facebook. I thought, okay, there's something in this. I've just bought this property for a mate and it's a space that I'm interested in exploring. So I spoke to one of your team and the course seemed like a really good idea and something that I should investigate. So I actually was very honest and said, look, I'm actually going overseas in like three days. But I made a commitment. I think I'm pretty sure I paid a deposit. And that way I knew I was going to be committed to it when I came home. I decided to take my laptop with me and I just started bashing out while I was overseas a bit of a business plan about a buyer's agency on the Sunshine Coast. So that's kind of how it all started. So when I came back from my trip, I was super excited that I had something that I was going to investigate. And that's how the whole through BAI did the course. Obviously, you put me in contact with some buyer's agents that have done your course that I reached out to. And they're all very, very helpful and very grateful for their advice. Um, and that's how it all started. Amazing. It's amazing how the universe just connects those dots just with your mate doing that purchase and then you came across us. That's incredible. So let's move to where you are now. I mean, you, you've built this phenomenal business on the sunny coast, coast property buyers. You've got a great team. You've just built up this incredible reputation. You, you've got a really strong presence on social. I mean, when you first started that, like, what was your vision? Like, were you just kind of taking one step at a time, just trying to validate the model in a bit more depth? Were you looking to really grow the team? Like, what, what were you thinking at the beginning? I was just thinking about being successful and like personally being successful because when I started, it was just me. I was doing everything. I was just working from home. I will say through your connections though, Ben, I did talk to a couple of, just so the listeners are aware, I did I did talk to a couple of other buyers, established buyers agencies, one in Brisbane, one in Sydney. I worked for a Sydney-based agency for a period of time and then COVID hit and then obviously nothing happened for, for many, many months. The work just dried up because, you know, I had contracts that, you know, looked pretty solid that the buyers from Sydney pulled out of because they were uncertain, uncertain about the COVID situation. So I thought that was that was a good segue, even though I had a bit of a break, but a good segue for me to kick off Coast. Coast was always something that I had in the back of my mind. So, but to begin with, mate, I was just thinking about survival and how I can make this work, how my skill set can help me establish the business, and my skill set and what I knew was was actually who I knew, and they were all the agents that I had connections with or I had worked with as an auctioneer and also as a sales agent because I did work for two agencies prior to going overseas and coming back in and then investigating the BA space. So to begin with, mate, it was just about survival and, you know, I contacted every builder I knew, every, obviously every agent I knew, every property manager I knew, every mortgage broker I knew, solicitor, 
mortgage accountants, financial planners, just looked at my entire network across the entire coast. And for those that don't know, the Sunshine Coast, it's quite a big region. It stretches from Moose in the north down to Caloundra in the south and then out to the hinterland. There's a lot of varying property types in that region. So it's massive. So when I kicked off, you know, I wasn't nervous at all because I knew it was going to, it was going to be a successful venture, but I did everything on my own for the first probably I'd say three to six months and then I got an assistant in and he ended up well he wasn't really an assistant he was just a co-worker he was keen on the northern corridor of the sunny coast but once I started getting momentum and started getting busy and my phone started ringing and I was getting bigger on socials and my website was getting traction I realized this is developing into something really positive and I think early on and, and we still do it to this day like we're very big on supporting agents any way we can, both in the field, at their social events, in their sales meetings, in their retreats. If they go away to retreat, we're often called in to be to, to speak, for example. So I guess I used not so much what I knew, but who I knew. And I did know a lot. You know, I did learn a lot. I learned a lot through your course, obviously through the BAI. I got, had a good network of other buyers agents that I could actually call and they had, had far more, more experience than what I did. So I was very good at getting on the phone and just bringing in asking questions. You know, the only wrong answer is that, you know, the only silly question is the question you don't ask. So I'm very big on that. Be very curious. Be a bit of a sponge to learn. So early days were difficult. Like any, it's like anything. It's like, you know, how do you get momentum? It's very hard to push a parked car because it's not going anywhere. But like if you're consistent, you start getting traction and you get momentum and that momentum builds into something bigger. So I'm very fortunate that that, yeah the business has a very good reputation that my team have now maintained, and I'm also very particular. Like we've got some big things coming in the new year with with the team. I'm very particular about the type of people that are in the business that I recruit, and I think the team respect that. But you know everywhere we go, you know we want that really positive feedback from agents and business owners and other professionals that we've dealt with that see that we you know we're very reputable where we've got ethics we're very honest we're very transparent transparency is something we talk about a lot in our dcs or our dms it's something we're often mentioning so yeah mate sorry that's probably a long-winded answer to your question but it was just about getting momentum and being consistent and working hard knowing that probably nothing would happen for a number of months so we all know through 2000 that once covid was realistically a part of our lives that probably COVID was the catalyst of my business just getting exponential growth month on month. Exploding. And I I, I guess peeling back like your clients and your team, I mean, they're fortunate to soak up a lot of information from you because I think that, you know, with your background in real estate across different states, different areas, working with different agents, especially Victoria. I think Victoria is the most sophisticated real estate market in Australia. That's my opinion. And you obviously being an auctioneer, there's a lot you bring to the table. And so I think it's really uh, just a point of leverage for you and just a natural transition to move into this buyer's agent space. Yeah, no, it was. In hindsight, it definitely was. But I'm also very grounded in that I, I look at what I can learn from like each of my team members, each of the guys in the business, they all have a different skill set that they bring to the business. And I know I can learn as much from them as they learn from me. We're very big on training. Like we do a training session every Friday. I do, I'll run the, most of the sessions and all those sessions are recorded. So we've got a new guy that started with us part time. He's come up from Melbourne. 
He's run a very successful hospitality business up here, but he's just a sponge, just absolutely loves property. And he door knocked the business. He actually walked into our office and said, I, I want to meet Simon. I want to work for Simon. I want to be a buyer's agent. I want to be very successful. I'm very driven. I just love his passion. I had a couple of meetings with him. But the benefit of having someone like that in the team, like he's run a completely different business to me and I'll, I'll learn some aspects of his business and his business management style that I don't possess. But all of the training that we've done, you know, over the years we've recorded. So he can just tap into that resource very easily. And it's not a session I have to run again, but you know, I'll sit down with him probably next year and run through some KPIs and, and measure how I can develop him into a very successful buyer's agent because we've got a very tried and tested model now we've got two guys that have been in my team that have just been waiting for their real estate licenses to drop so they'll be very successful BAs in the business in the new year but through our training also then I think it's very important we also bring in an auctioneer a town planner a valuer a property manager and a conveyancer so we have a rotational basis with each of those professionals and they come into the team, into the business on a Friday, and we'll just sit in the boardroom and run through aspects of the market that they've seen that's shifted. So that we're in the marketplace or we're talking to new clients or our current clients, you know, we've got a, a more accurate read on on that aspect of the industry. So that's important as well. Yeah, that sounds great. And I guess just as we finish up, I mean, you've talked about transparency. You've mentioned some key things that I think seem like they've been pivotal to your growth. And I guess you being such a dominant player in the sunny coast. But I guess looking back now over the last 24 months, like what do you think's been instrumental to the success of the company you've built? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think it gets down to being super supportive of our referral partners. So we have a fantastic referral partner network that we've developed over those two years and we're still developing. We do it every week of every day, every day of every week, I should say. So we're very big on supporting. You know, I've got so many agents, like we've got, like in front of me here, if you can see it, we've got like a boardroom table full of Christmas gifts that we're giving out to our referral partners. And they are real estate agents, conveyances, property managers, mortgage brokers that refer us clients. So we're just very big on if we're not busy sourcing or prospecting for business, then we're out there supporting our referral partners any way we can. Like, you know, one of our referral partners, they have a big Christmas party. I was late to it this year, but I knew he has a charity auction every year and we do everything we can to support that charity auction. So we supported SCARS, which is a Sunshine Coast Animal Rescue Shelter. So we helped raise a couple of thousand dollars at that auction. So we just support it by buying the item, whatever the item is. And just being, we're not going to those things to put our, our own name up in lights. We're going there to support that agent and that agency who have supported us. So I just think, you know, I just think we're, we're very grounded in our approach. And, you know, as we know, like having come from the sales side of the business, where I know there's a lot of infighting and there's a lot of egos and there's a lot of nastiness that goes on that side of the transaction. So from the BA side of things, I wanted the complete opposite of that. You know, I've even reached out to a lot of other BAs that have now appeared on the Sunshine Coast and whenever someone new starts the business a business here, I ring them and say, congratulations, you know, welcome to the BA space, wishing you all the success in the world. If, if ever I can help you, these are people that are working 
in other agencies on the coast that they're my competition, but I don't want to see them as my competition. I want to see them as being, I want them to be successful, I want them to be ethical and honest and give the BA spot space the name that the sales space does not have, the opposite of what that is or what I came from. And don't get me wrong, there's some amazing sales agents out there that I worked with and there's some great sales agents in general. Most of them are very, very good at what they do. It's just the ones that, you know, tarnish the reputation just don't help everyone else. So on the BA side of things, I just want to see everyone be successful because, you know, you've got to have an abundance mindset. There's enough business out there for all of us. And if I can help anyone else out there any way I can, then that's what I'm here to do. So I think, I think it comes down to our relationships, Ben, and just be seen to be supporting everyone any way we can. Very nice. I mean, you've got a great outlook. You mentioned abundance mindset. I think it's amazing how you call new entrants when they come in because you do care about the industry in terms of how buyers agents, you know, are received. And and I know on the sell side, I've never been a selling agent, but I know it hasn't got a great reputation. You're right. There's great agents out there, but it, it's like the car salesman industry. It's not great. So I think it's good that you care about that. As we wrap up now, Simon, like where can people find you? I know you're big on socials, but I guess is there a website or a specific social platform that you can refer people to? Yeah, we, we do have a website then, coastpropertybuyers.com. But yeah, we are massive on socials. Instagram is coastpropertybuyers, at coastpropertybuyers. So all our details are there. If there's anyone out there that's listening to this podcast that wants to reach out to me and, and ask me some questions, if there's something I've raised that uh, you're not sure about or you'd like to know more about how we go about things, then more than happy to share my knowledge with anyone that's interested. Unreal. Simon, great to be with you and share space and appreciate it.